Welcome to the Andrew Young School Podcast, where each month we interview a member of the Andrew Young School community who embodies the school's charge to think ahead and innovate in the fields of criminal justice, economics, public management and policy, social work, and urban studies. In this episode, we'll speak with Ashley Watts and Jessica Chait about the Andrew Young School's newly founded Alumni Council. Ashley Watts is the Assistant Director of Alumni Relations in the Office of Career Services and Alumni Relations. Ashley is a native Texan and holds a Master's of Education from Abilene Christian University and a Bachelor's Degree from Texas Christian University. Jessica Chait is a Manager of State and Local Government Affairs at Verizon and the Founding President of the Andrew Young School Alumni Council. She received her Master's of Public Policy from the Andrew Young School in 2015. So I'm here with Ashley Watts. Ashley, thank you for sitting down with me today. You're welcome. So Ashley, as the staff advisor to the Alumni Council, can you talk us through where the idea came from and how we got to this point with founding the council? Yeah, so there was an attempt to have an alumni board several years back prior to this position being created. And, um, but, you know, there wasn't a full-time staff person dedicated to it at the time. And so um, that uh, went into a different iteration of uh, a young alumni council, they called it, that was um, helping Dean Wallace with some initiatives within the college. Um, However, when uh, I started this position last September, they really wanted to broaden the reach of, of that group. Um, and obviously, being the Assistant Director of Alumni Relations, move it more under Career Services and Alumni Relations Office uh, so that we could really have a broader impact on our alumni. So, uh, like I said, that was, you know, I started a year ago last September. And so, from that point on, I you know, started to do research and reach out to other um, alumni associations to figure out how, how do I start this from scratch, right? Um, so uh, it seemed like a really tall order at the time, um, and I really didn't do it on my own. I had so much support and help from GSU Alumni Association and um, other organizations and alumni associations and really drafting the founding documents um, and uh with my director, Colleen Perry, and Amanda Couchet, who's our development director, really being integral and getting their input into what the council should look like and, you know, what their charge would be and how we could serve the the school at large. So everything finally came together earlier this year, pre-pandemic, and um, so we uh, got the bylaws drafted, the roles, the responsibilities, and uh, we, we put out the call this summer and we were able to get about 20 wonderful alumni from all different backgrounds, majors, ages, regions um, that expressed an interest. And we kicked off uh, this past month and um, had a really great initial meeting. And we're just really excited for what they're going to do in the future. So you mentioned that you spent a lot of time with the team talking over the vision and charge of the council. Can you walk us through what that is and maybe what we can expect to see from the Alumni Council? Yeah, so really our mission is to support um, the Andrew Young School and its alumni. 
uh, and engage our uh, our school and our alumni and strengthen our community around the globe um, through engagement, through social and civic engagement, career development, um, and uh, in giving. So we just really want to help the alumni uh, build a lifelong relationship with the college, with Georgia State, and with one another. Um, and this is really, this organization is really for giving back to the alumni. Um, that's something that I stress to the council is we really want to add value um, and to show the continued value of being connected to AYS. So with that in mind, um, the plan, you know, right now, obviously everything is virtual, but um, the committees are charged with um, coming up with different types of events and engagement. Obviously, there's a big need for um, career and professional development, especially in this environment. So that'll be one of the major um, focuses of the group is to provide some career development type of programming and also to give back to the students by connecting them with alumni. So we're looking at programs where the alum can give back to the current students and, and help them get that leg up that is even more desperately needed during the time that we're living in right now. Um, we also hope to find ways to creatively engage alumni socially um, through virtual networking events uh, and that sort of thing, as well as uh, ways to give back to the community at large. So those are the, the big things that we're focusing on. And, in the future, you'll see some collaborations with the GSU Alumni Association. Um, we already kind of pre-council, but very much connected to the mission, did that with uh, the coffee conversations that happened um, a couple of months ago with Jerry Gonzalez, um, who's the founder of uh, the Georgia Association, Association of Latino Elected Officials. So that was something that we collaborated with the Alumni Association on, and we hope to do more collaborations like that in the future, really showcase AYF alum, uh, not just, you know, within our community, but also within the larger Georgia State community. And for those that are maybe already engaged in the GSU Alumni Association, <laughs> what is the draw to also engage in the Andrew Young School Alumni Council? Yeah, so um we obviously will have, you know, more of a focus on the disciplines of Andrew, of the Andrew Young School. So uh, one of the programs that we're working on reinventing is our pol uh, policy and pancakes program. Obviously, we're not sitting, or sitting around a table with one another right now having pancakes, although that would be wonderful. And we can't wait to get back to our in-person programming. Um, however, we will be having programs, like I said, that focus on the issues um, that our students and our alum care so much about. Um, so that is really going to be, um, of course, we want to encourage uh, our alumni to stay engaged wherever they can, but we really want to have uh, programs that focus on what our alumni care about, which is that civic engagement, being actively involved in the public sector, um, in, in the nonprofit sector, and even in the private sector, but just with that bend towards service. And I think that's kind of the thread that connects the AYS disciplines is that bend towards serving the greater good. So our programs, you know, um, 
Yes, we want them to be fun, but we also want to keep that in mind. And I know another consideration as you were getting the council off the ground was reaching out to alums who aren't in Atlanta physically. Yeah. And of course, our first president is actually based in DC. What was the consideration like when you were looking at geographically how to bring these folks together? Obviously, it's a little bit easier in an all virtual environment, but can you speak to that a little bit? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So the goal was always to look into the areas where um, we do have um, growing alumni populations outside the Atlanta area for regional uh, types of programming and events. So uh, as you said, right now being virtual, that makes it super easy because everybody is in the same place online. Uh, But in the future, um, we do have a a good bit of alumni in the D.C. area. We also have alums in the Chicago area, both of which are represented on our council. So we hope to continue that and use those alumni that are in those regions to help spearhead some of the activity in those areas, in addition to continuing to bring alumni together in a virtual environment um, where we can all be together regardless of where we are. So if folks are listening to this conversation and feel excited, they want to get engaged, what is the best way for them to do that? Yeah, so definitely keep an eye on uh, the alumni page, alumni. There they can drop us a note with their contact information and how they're interested in connecting with us. And I'll definitely reach out. Uh, the Alumni Council hopefully still be expanding, so we do have seats that will be coming open in the spring, so they can keep an eye out for that. And by signing up on that Connect page, they'll get our alumni newsletter, which will also keep them abreast of the different activities that are going on. Um, and as always, you can follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, um, Instagram, and LinkedIn. So um, we're on all all the social media outlets. So alumni can find us there and stay abreast of everything that's going on. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Ashley. I'm excited to see what's next for the council. Me too. Thank you so much. So I'm here with Jessica Chait. Jessica, thanks for sitting down with me remotely today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. So Jessica is the founding president of our new alumni council. But before we get into all of the work she's going to do with that, I want to start with your path to the Andrew Young School. What led you to us originally? So I'm originally from Oklahoma. Um, And then I ended up in Georgia through my undergrad, um, which I went to Agnes Scott in Decatur, which is right down the road from Andrew Young in Georgia State. So when I was looking for what I wanted to do after after undergrad, um, I really knew that I wanted to go into something that was um, government related. Um, At the time, I thought that law school was the, the correct path for me. And I actually started looking at the joint uh, JD MPA program. And that's how I found out um, and kind of dove into the curriculum of Andrew Young. I ultimately decided on a master's in public policy um, and no JD. (laughs) 
yet. I will never say never. Uh, but as of right now, um, I have the master's in public policy and it's, it's served me really well. I enjoyed my time at Andrew Young um, and I'm excited uh, to be speaking here with you today and um, on the Alumni Council. So why Andrew Young from Agnes Scott and what was that adjustment like? Because even though it's right down the road, they're culturally pretty different campuses. They are. They are very different campuses. Um, Agnes Scott, of course, is all women. And very small, I think total enrollment's about a thousand. Um, so when I was looking for uh, a graduate program and a next step, um, I was really looking for a school and a program that would give me the skills uh, that I thought I would need to to work in the policy environment, and also a location where I felt that I could have a robust internships opportunities and exposure opportunities. Um, so I looked at a couple different schools, but um, Andrew Young really won out in my heart uh, because of the extraordinary programs and the opportunities to be in Atlanta and all of the amazing institutions that are in Atlanta that I was able to kind of be exposed to, but also have classmates that had worked with or at different organizations. I think that Andrew Young gave me a really large pool to draw from when I was in school and going about my studies. The adjustment was a little different because, uh, as you said, they're two kind of completely different campuses with um, Andrew Young being, you know, right in downtown Atlanta. Uh, but I think it was a really good thing for me. Uh, I'm very happy that I had both of those experiences, something that was small and kind of set away. And then, you know, the true urban kind of campus that is Georgia State and Andrew Young. So during your time at the Andrew Young School, were there certain faculty or courses that had a major impact on you or really pushed you in the direction you ended up going? I So I think all of my classes impacted me in a, in a different way. I think one of my favorites was definitely urban demography and analysis with Dr. Liu. I think that that was one of the courses where I really felt like I got a handle on some some concrete skills that I could take into the workplace and, you know, ways that I could learn about the communities that I would be serving ultimately, um, whether that be in Georgia or, you know, now I'm up in D.C. Um, so I think that that was one that was really influential for me. Also, my policy analysis course was um, was great because I, I used those, those skills every day and coming from somewhere that was a little bit different, like Agnes Scott just being able to have a course that taught me how to write differently um, and kind of in that succinct way that, you know, your, your boss always wants it to be as short as possible. Um, and when you're writing for a, a lawmaker or, um, you know, a director at a big company, they want it to also be really short and sweet. And so being able to take that course and learn exactly what it was I needed to pull out and drill down on was extremely helpful. And during your time here, you also had an assistantship in the school, you worked in the Office of Career Services and Alumni Relations, right? I did. I did. I worked for um, Colleen Perry uh, in Career Services, which was an amazing experience, not only getting to you know help other students and uh, particularly undergrads with their, their resume skills and kind of building the internship and job directory. I learned so much that I was able to take into my own career and my own resume uh, just from being close and you know being in that office. And um, so I really enjoyed it. I think that that's something that's definitely served me long term. Um, I enjoyed it enough to want to come back and be still involved with the office and the, on the alumni side. So um, definitely enjoyed that. 
You later served in the Senate Budget and Evaluation Office. How did you end up there, and what was that experience like? So I ended up in the Senate Budget Office uh, through a fellowship um, with Georgia State um, with Andrew Young. So they had done an application call um, fall of my first year. I was a, so it was in December, I was a January start for the 2015 legislative session and year. So I applied and um, was ultimately selected. And that experience was absolutely wonderful. Getting to work at the Georgia Capitol every day was phenomenal. And um, the folks that I worked with in the budget office were people that, you know, had done this for a long time and were great at what they did. And so I learned a lot and was able to really uh, dive into some special projects that I don't know that I would have anywhere else and ultimately see those to fruition. I know um, one of the things I worked on ended up in like the Atlanta Journal-Constitution when I was still in school. Um, So it was a really neat um, experience. And I I really loved the leadership of the budget office and they they taught me a lot. So like most of our grad students in the Andrew Young School, you were exceptionally busy, (laughs) it seems. Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) How did you keep all of that in check while still taking a full course load? A lot of lists um, and a a really big planner. Um, No, I definitely had to drill down on that time management aspect. Um, I also had another job while I did that as well. So I worked for a private company. So it was it was a lot of juggling. Um, I had I had a great support system in Atlanta and uh, my fiance at the time. Now my husband was great at, you know, helping pick up the, the slack at home. But it, it really came down to a lot of scheduling, a lot of planning, a lot of list making in color coded uh, binders. I'm a binder person. And so you have this diverse range of experience, public sector, governmental work, private sector work. How does all of that lead to your current role? Can you tell us a little bit about what you do and how everything has led to this? Absolutely. Um, So right now I'm a director of state and local government affairs with Verizon. Um, My territory is Northern Virginia. In this role, I do a lot of community outreach philanthropy, really helping Verizon understand the communities and the customers that they're serving, as well as working with uh, both the state and the local governments on 5G deployment. Um, So I'm on the tech side as well. I don't think that I ever thought that I would work in tech policy. Um, Straight out of Andrew Young, I I moved to to D.C. and um, joined a trade association. So I was there for almost four years. I worked on uh, their annual trade show, which is the Consumer Electronics Show, uh, which is one of the largest trade shows in the country, and just fell in love with technology policy. I think that I had the wide range of experience, and I think that technology policy had really encompasses portions of each one that I really love. Technology policy is something that is always changing. There's always a new challenge. There's always a new problem to work on because as soon as you figure it out, uh, those engineers are going to come up with something new. From, you know, the the kind of public service and giving back side, uh, my position with Verizon, I am very involved in the local communities and helping Verizon understand and not just be kind of a corporate entity that drops in and, you know, drops your cell phone service and then uh, kind of drops out. So I think that from the per- public service aspect, my position is is perfect for me just because I get to know uh, those around me and how to actually make a tangible, tangible difference in their lives. 
So I think that I'll be there for a while. I, I really enjoy technology policy. Um, it wasn't, uh, my concentration was actually social policy. So it kind of goes hand in hand with the, the community engagement aspect that I work on now. Um, but definitely a little bit of a little bit of a detour. So you mentioned that things that you picked up in your, in some of your coursework you use every day. Do you have a specific example of something that every time you do it, you remember learning it for the first time in school? I definitely would say, um, as I kind of, you know, look at the communities that um, I, I'm the community manager for and the areas and where Horizon can be effective and can, you know, be a good corporate citizen and improve the community other than just, you know, selling cell phone and cable service. The demography class is really one that I use a lot because I, I tend to pull uh, census records for demographics a lot when I'm thinking about what's the best way to engage in a community. You know, what is important to them? What does their background look like? Who am I talking to? I don't, I very much believe that you have to understand where someone's coming from before you can speak to them in a persuasive way. So I think that it's every time I think of Dr. Liu. <laughs> So shifting gears a little bit, I mentioned at the top that you are the founding president of our new alumni council. I guess first and foremost for our alums listening that maybe aren't familiar, what is the vision of the council? What's the aim? What are y'all trying to do? Absolutely. Um, so we're really excited to um, be in the first year of the alumni council. Um, and our goal is really to create a robust network for our alumni. I think that we all share a lot of common bonds um, coming from Andrew Young. And, you know, we've, uh, we've had a lot of the same professors, but I think we, as with any school, I think you all kind of tend to go your own way after graduation. And so with the Alumni Council, what we're really looking to do is create that network of alumni who can um, really assist each other and support each other. Um, in turn, you know, one of my passions is I also have a vision of creating this Alumni Council to also be a resource for students. Um, I am a first-generation college student, um, and so I, I definitely have relied on mentors in my life and folks who were doing what I wanted to do, or even what I thought I might want to do, or what I didn't think I wanted to do at all. I think that when you're you're in school, especially at the undergraduate level, the possibilities are endless, and I firmly believe that you can't be what you don't see. So having this network of alumni, giving back to our undergrads, and then also being a network for each other as we you know, navigate this career landscape and um, ways that we can help each other. So then zooming in a little bit to some micro details, what are your goals for this first year? Are there specific things that you want to accomplish as we get the council off the ground? Absolutely. Um, so I think for this first year, it is a unique year. It's our inaugural year. So we're definitely um, looking to to get our structure refined. We've got a great council, um, myself uh, and two others on the executive board. Um, but I also think that we're looking to provide some resources for our alum in this this time of COVID-19. I would be remiss if we didn't you know, recognize what was going on. Um, so it's a unique year considering it's our first year, but also um, since our, our ability to program in person is limited, we're hoping to be able to use that as an opportunity to expand our reach kind of outside of Atlanta with some events um, and some virtual virtual get-to-know-yous where uh, we can encompass uh, folks, you know, who are in D.C. like me or um, Chicago or the West Coast, just really looking to be able to set that firm foundation through um, some virtual events that will hopefully get folks um, out to Atlanta when they can and when we can meet in person. It's interesting that you bring up 
the geography because that's actually where I was going to go next. When we were in the initial conversations about an alumni council in the dean's office, there was a lot of conversation about how do we make sure that it doesn't skew towards just our Atlanta alums. And clearly now that is less of an issue because it doesn't really matter where you are in the days of COVID-19. But I'm curious from your perspective, you know, there are a lot of AYS alums in DC, as well as like you said, in Chicago and on the West Coast and throughout the country. But do you feel a sense of connection to your local alums there in DC to the alums back here in Atlanta? Are you seeing those virtual ties strengthening during this period? I think so. I think that um, prior to the the launching of kind of our, our alum, our Andrew Young Alumni Council, I think that the University to Hull's Alumni Association has done a really great job of pivoting. We all love that word right now, right? Pivot. Pivoting to um, virtual programming. And like you said, it, we're all over the country. And at this point in time with COVID, it's kind of a great equalizer. I think that it's it's easy to feel disconnected when you you don't necessarily live in Atlanta. But my my personal goal for the council is to really return to normalcy and in person events, but keep that kind of that bond and those connections across the country. I know that I have felt personally connected, but I know that a lot of that has been kind of because I worked in career planning, and you know I was able to keep touch with Colleen and Brian and Ashley. And so I think that I want to provide that experience for other folks as well. Well, that's a great segue because my next question was, how can alums who are interested get involved with the council? What's the best way that they can get engaged? Absolutely. Um, so we had our first um, kind of planning meeting last Wednesday, actually, a week ago today. Um, so we're going to be starting to produce some some great events. Uh, feel free to reach out to me at any point in time. My email address is jessica.b as in boy dot chate at gmail. I'd be happy to talk to you about your ideas or anything that you would like to see at the council. We're, we're welcoming feedback, definitely, since this is our first year. Also, feel free to reach out to Ashley Watts. Um, she is our amazing uh, director, and she is just so energetic and passionate about this that um, she is an amazing resource, and we're so thankful to have her. And what about for our current students, whether they're brand new this fall semester or they're approaching graduation and becoming an alum themselves? What would you want to say to them? I would definitely say to take advantage of every opportunity, no bit, no matter how big or how small. Do the virtual event. Ask someone to go for a virtual coffee or a phone interview, especially those of you who are going to be uh, graduating soon. I, I commend you for um, being in school and trying to find a job at this, this point in time. Um, so definitely use your resources and um, know when to say no but use it sparingly because you never know what opportunity is going to come from saying yes. Well, thank you so much for sitting down with me, Jessica. This was great. Thank you. Thank you for having me. To learn more about the Alumni Council, visit aysps.gsu.edu alumni and sign up for the alumni newsletter. The Andrew Young School Podcast is produced by Taylor Olmsted with production assistance from Jennifer Giratano. Our executive producer is Ivani Raval. We are a production of Georgia State University's Andrew Young School of Policy Studies, located in downtown Atlanta, Georgia. To learn more about the Andrew Young School, visit us online at aysps.gsu.edu or follow us on social media at aysps.gsu. If you enjoyed this episode, 
please remember to leave a review for us in your podcast app of choice. And we'll be back next month interviewing another policy thought leader from the Andrew Young School of Policy Studies at Georgia State University. 